Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. I've been out all day just trying to pay my rent. I be getting to it, that's how my day is spent. Plug my phone in the wall, it's already As a man, I'm, I'm turned on by Like, that's how I get let astray so quick. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah. Look, Easy. Looking at the woman will make you feel like I've looked at a woman, literally, and felt like I loved her. Uh, bro, I, every time I see Amber Rose, I look like I, I tell people all the time, give me a, if you, if Amber Rose came to my door right now, give me a plate and a fork and a white clean napkin from a five-star restaurant and it's done, bro. It's done, dog. What's up, bro? Man, not much, man. I was sitting here waiting on you. I didn't know what was going on. I got two phones like Kevin Gates, bro. So it rung to another phone. And it didn't connect to oh. my phone. Yeah, I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah, I definitely tried. I tried to call. I tried to call him like maybe maybe three minutes ago. Nah, that's on me, man. That's my bad. I was actually doing a little intro recording before you called in. What's good with you though, man? Yeah, I figured. I figured. I figured that you was gonna be trying to set up or whatever. So I was gonna wait till two fifteen. But you know, I like to be prompt. I like to be on time. So I didn't want you to think I wasn't. You know what I mean? Nah, man. I understand. You know, they they always want to say black people late anyway. So, bro, I appreciate it. <laughs> so what's been going on with what's you, man? Man. Man, man, chasing these billions over here, man. Hey, you know? I'm I'm still working it's on a couple going, thousand, it's man. It's an ongoing thing. <laughs> I'm still working on the thousands, bro. You said billions, but hey, I can get in line with that. <laughs> I can get in line with that for real, though, man. For real. <laughs> now I was I, I'm glad you I'm glad you decided to do the podcast, man, because I've been following you. It's it's 2016. I probably will say since like. 2000 and maybe 12 that I've been kind of watching okay. you and seeing things man and it's so funny because we actually conversed on Twitter a couple of times in the beginning in the new stages of Twitter because a lot of the, th- the thought process- processes that you had about women okay. and dating and stuff like that bro we had a lot in coming but I don't voice a lot of my opinions on Twitter but my girl She's been following, yeah. She's been following you, bro. And she was like, "This dude on Twitter, you gotta follow him because he literally says some of the same stuff that you're saying." Because people are scared to be brutally honest, and you know that, man. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. You know that, bro. So before we get into the podcast, man, I wanted to to let people know this is Pluto Cash, man. Ty Jones from you, the from the Bronx, right? Yeah, originally born and raised in the Bronx. Uh, I now currently live in Westchester. Okay. Um, right outside New York City, if anybody is familiar with New York, right yeah. outside New York City. Okay, okay. So, who is Pluto Cash, man, and how did you come up with that name? Man, um, I like to, I like to, I like to intro myself. Like I, I used to do a radio show, uh, a radio show myself. Yeah. I like to intro myself as high school graduate, college graduate, homeowner, business owner. Those are four things I like to tell people about myself. Yeah. Up front, but I don't always do it up front because people respond to that funny. Yeah. The reason why I say that, I, I say that really just to inspire black men, young men. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want men to understand that these things that I'm saying are not things that can't be achieved. You, you understand? These yeah. are not things that 
are impossible for you to accomplish. These should be standard things that you should be able to say. Any grown man should be able to say that, you know, but by, by the time he's 30. You know what I'm saying? I think every man should be able to say that. Yeah. And I think that if we start telling our young boys at an early age that these are things that they should have, yeah. I think we'll, we'll be better off as a people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, exposure is important. That's important too, man. Mm-hmm. People don't understand that. I think it's and and like I say, man, one of the reasons that I even looked into to having you on the podcast is because I was looking up some stuff earlier, and you always handle it in a respectful way, whether people agree with you or disagree with you. And it's a lot of times I see people who disagree with you, and you never, you know, go back at them like, you know, all oh, you wrong or don't come on my timeline. You just you stand in <laughs> you stand your ground. You know what I'm saying? And like, hey, this is what I believe. But if you do disagree. Show me something that's different. If you show me something different, then I'll believe that. But right now, right. this is what I know. This is what I've seen. But I do agree with you as and far. Most of the time, uh-huh. And most of the time, they don't, they don't come back like they, they don't. show me. Well, a lot of people just like <laughs> to talk, bro. You already know social media is a group thing. So a lot of right. times people just want to say something to, to start an argument. But I think it is important. I know a lot of times here we talk about exposure, and that's basically what you're talking about, exposing them and letting them know young black men that things are possible um just last week right. we did a backpacks and haircuts event and i know a lot of people was like why are you focusing on just the boys like getting the boys a haircut and i'm like well i can do the girls too of course girls cost right. more money to get their hair done but i was like it's so yeah, important you know but i was like it's also important to make sure we breed and expose and uh and, and focus on the young men because not to be funny without a young man well without a young woman there is no young man but we have to have right, young men to do things and the first thing people like to do especially in black culture is blame the men so if we can kind of yeah. reprogram our kids to be something bigger than what they are now or what they were yesterday then these effects that we talk about can change eventually in time so i definitely think what you're doing is 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 you know you're on the right track for doing everything you know what I, you know it, it's like you said though you you we can we can do i can do things too i, I tried a long like if you've been following me to 2012 i tried a long time and i still do i still fall back into that trap yeah of trying to trying to be honest with women and trying to explain them to them how men think and yeah so forth and so on but women have so many outlets so many um help groups and so many sisterhood things that they can join into, you know, to uplift each other. Very I don't true. see as many for men. I don't see as many for young men. Why I do you, why do you think that is though? <sighs> you know, men I, I you know, the male species where it's great to be a man, first of all. I'm, I'm so happy I was born a man. Every day I'm I am i am reminded another reason why I'm so happy to be a man. We'll, we can get into that later. But <laughs> I think that women looking at women as a species and that's from humans to animals to insects the female species seem to, to, to bond together and, 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 and form these lifelong bonds together that, that are just more emotional and more supportive than men do. Men, we're more competitive with each other. Yes. I feel like. I, don't feel, I feel like it becomes an ego thing with us. We, don't, want, we may yeah. see someone who can help us do something, but we, we feel like 
you know, we're too, you know, we're too proud to ask for that assistance. We got to be the and biggest. We got to be the that, biggest dick in the room, man. Right, exactly. Unfortunately, <laughs> exactly. unfortunately, but yeah. That's how I mean. That's just that's just genetics. Like we we're not taught that. That's yeah. like some some things we're not we're not taught. Like yeah. I'm not taught to just uh, a fucking. I never nobody taught me how to get a hard on when I looked at a woman. Yeah. You understand? It just happens naturally. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like some things are just innate to, to men, and, and we are just very competitive, very uh, you know, gotta have the biggest dick in the room, like you said. Yeah. Poke our chest out, beat our chest, car, King Kong. Yeah. We're very much like that, so we don't give each other. We don't get the time to really bond. When we bond, it's usually over like sports or some type of competitive exactly. thing. You know what I mean? Boxing. You know talking about women you know we bond like that yeah. you know we're actually doing something playing playstation we're doing something women just sit around and just sit and talk to each other yep no, I agree. You know, that's I like you say. They can have. They even have, like you said before, they got all kind of clubs, book clubs, and things of that nature. But with guys, I think it's. I can only. I'm a black man, so like you always say, I can't speak for a woman or I can't speak for a white exactly. man. But as a black man, I also think it's harder for black men to come together. And it seems like the it, it's more competition amongst the black community and black men in the community because I, I I was tweeting this morning and I was talking about how I see so many businessmen. I know with all the racism and things that have been happening in America, you know, Facebook has built this black owned business portal and it's so many businesses in that portal and it went from one week being like 200 businesses to now I think it's like 500,000 people in there but in my mind I'm thinking how many people have connected together to say hey we do some of the same things your strengths may be stronger than mine let's put this together and make this business bigger than what it is because it's easier that way that's what white people do that's what uh the that's what jews and all the the rich people do but black people we have yet to learn how to come together and say hey you i'm a photographer but i see that you take these pictures and your photography is better than mine so how about we come together i set up the appointments if i can't make that appointment you catch that appointment and then we break the bread in a certain way to where we're still getting money all the time and you know that would be a beautiful if we ever get to that point i would love to see that yeah i'll just say the way we were raised the way i was raised you know what i'm saying like i said like i'm gonna speak for being a black man that's all i've been my whole entire life that's what i'm gonna be you know what i mean so it was, I, I, was, I was raised in a project, Gun Hill Projects in the Bronx. I lived there until I was about 15, then I moved up to Mount Vernon, and I went to high school here. Then I moved back to the Bronx, and so forth and so on. But yeah. being in a situation like the projects, like, yeah. all the guys with money in the projects were flat, that are flashy, they usually sell drugs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, not actually, or, they, or nowadays, they might be scammers, they might be swiping credit cards, or whatever they're doing. Yeah. They, but they're usually doing something like that. Yeah. Um, so, so you don't really see, you don't really see the, 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 the together, like, it, it's all, it's all about who has more than the next person, even though we're all in this poverty-stricken environment. Together, yeah. You know, so, so we see the people with the, you know, we see the drug dealers with the money, and I can see how that would compel a young man to go get that, because yeah. he wants to go get that, that drug money or whatever money, so he can go off and buy whatever he can, so he can be the biggest, you know. Biggest dick in the room, pretty much. <laughs> I think I think that's what I'm gonna name the podcast, man. The biggest dick in the room. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it. That's how. I mean, that's just how. I mean, being a being a black man growing up in the project, that's how it is. It yeah. was whoever had the, the, the whoever had the Jordans first was the man. Yeah, you know what I mean.
with the man, you yeah. know what I mean? And that's, I think that might be that might be one of all races. I think. Oh yeah, I think that's yeah, that's I think that's uh, just like you said, that's a thing, man. That's a man thing, and it, it covers all races. I think. Now I want I wanted to ask you that question though, bro, because I'm telling you, I've been trying to figure this out. Where did Pluto Cash come from, though? Oh, okay, wait, back to that. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you good, bro? <laughs> okay, <laughs> Pluto Cash, Pluto, Pluto, Pluto stands for Africa, 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 Okay. Pluto like the planet yep. out of this world. Cash like money. Yeah. I actually saw. I actually, I never saw the movie. There's a movie called Pluto Nash. Okay. With Eddie Murphy. Um. I never. I actually never saw the movie. I never watched the movie. Yeah. Um. But I know it was. Uh, from what I hear, all accounts, it was a horrible movie. I'm not surprised. I always liked the way that sound, but I didn't like the Nash part. Yeah. So when I was coming up with a name for myself, I used to. Do, I mean, I still do music somewhat, but I'm more focused on you know talk show and host stuff now I yeah. like it. it's just so many things you want to do baby <laughs> so I'm the same way that, so I, I get that. that and I try to make it I try to make it like kind of relate to myself yeah so one of the things I always uh, try to remember throughout life and any, any job I had um, one guy sat me down when I was younger and he said uh, always chase the big money right even if you get a job that, that pays enough to pay your bills or whatever like that yeah. keep chasing the big money yeah. go after those millions like he, he would see me doing my singing and doing whatever I was doing he, he was very encouraging like to tell me yeah. always go after the big money this job thing I, I always worked a regular job but I always wanted more yeah. you know what I'm saying so he always reminded me to chase the chase the big money so I saw this little nasty I said ah, that's cool that's a cool name I was like but I, that, that, that wouldn't be that doesn't coincide with me you know what I'm saying yeah. so I, I, would have, I had to kind of finagle it <laughs> so that it made sense to me. Yeah. So chasing out of this world money is what I came up with, Pluto Cash. No, that's dope. And, and I just always wondered because I used to call you Pluto Cash all the time. And then I was talking to my girl and I was like, I wonder what his real name is. And because she's a researcher, she's like, oh, it's Ty Jones. I was like, okay, that makes sense. I was like, because I told her, I was like, yeah, at one see, point. I think, she, I think we started, see, I, you know what, you know what the thing about Twitter, man? I used to be on Twitter heavy until, until this Snapchat thing came about. Yeah. She follows I you on there too, bro. <laughs> I, I really enjoy Snapchat now because it's it's. I mean, I know Instagram just copied off of them too. But yes, they did. Snapchat really made it more real. You know what I'm saying? Like on Instagram, you can get lost in these pictures, these women with these angles and the lighting and all that. You can yeah. get lost with that. On Snapchat, it's a little harder to do that. You know? So yeah. I, and I, so yeah, I like the realness of it. Like hearing someone say something is better than than reading what they're saying. Yeah. A lot of times on Twitter. Like it's lost, like the emotion that you, the emotion of what true, you're saying, true. how you're saying it, it gets lost in the conversation. Or even the person you're um, talking to, though. You know, some people will talk to you about dating, and not to be funny, I know people don't like to be honest about it, but sometimes what you look like, it kind of goes with what you're saying. Meaning, if you're not attractive, and then you're trying to dog dudes and be like, all these dudes keep running in and out of my life, dogs, dudes ain't shit, blah blah. And then you see a picture, and it's like a girl that's like the old Monique, like on the uh, the Parker show. <laughs> As opposed right. to like a Holly Berry, you're gonna be like, Well shit. I mean, how are you gonna talk or talk in this perspective right. when you look like that? And it's not to be, you know, rude or anything, but it's like I need to know who, who you look like, what those who do, who are those words coming from? So right. I agree yeah, with right. you. Right. So so Snap makes it yeah, Snap does that. Yeah. Kinda. And like you know it's funny too, man. My heart gets broken a lot on Snapchat. Because a lot of times I've been following I've been following a woman on Instagram for a while, I'm looking at her all lusty or whatever on Instagram. <laughs> Then I get her Snapchat. I start following her Snapchat. I'm like, they don't say the like, girls. They don't say anything, or they yeah. look in the camera silly, or yeah. they look crazy. Pose like, and trying to be mean? sexy. Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. So it's like I'm like, yo, my heart is broken now. The fantasy is is, is, is fucked up for me. Now I just, yeah. I just go back to Instagram and look at them. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even want to follow them on Instagram. After I don't want to hear nothing you got to say. You know what I mean? So it's just, but, but I love it, man. I love social media. It's just a great a great tool. You can you can find I find out so much information. Yeah. I meet new people on social media in ways that I would have never done if it wasn't around. Yeah. No. I so agree. I, I definitely I'm appreciative of, in, in that regard. Sure. It wouldn't be here. I mean, we wouldn't be sitting here talking right now if it wasn't for social media. Exactly. So, so I definitely agree. Exactly. So you got VVS approved. What does VVS stand for? Now I was told what it stand for. It could be wrong, right. but I'm gonna wait and hear what you got to <laughs> say first, and then I'll see if that's a, if I got it correct. Okay. So uh, when I originally derived the whole VVS approved thing, um, VVS VVS is the, the term VVS is it comes from the the diamond world. Correct. Like a VVS diamond is is pretty much. Uh, void of all almost perfect the clarity That's is ridiculous yeah right um, of, co- of course uh, um, flawless diamond has no includes no no flaws at all but yeah. VVS is almost almost perfect and I like to look at myself as trying as, as that yeah I'm not perfect no man is ever going to be perfect Correct. but I try to be as good as I can be so that's that's where really what I derived the whole VVS thing from. Yeah. But my man, every time I would go out, my partner, um, my partner Chad, he was always like, "Yo, people always ask me what it means," and that takes so long to explain that to someone. Exactly. Right then and there. So I dove in a little further, and I and I and I came up with an acronym for it: Visualize Victory and Success. That's what I got, bro. <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> okay. That's what VVS. And it, and it, it just. <laughs> That's, that's easier to say to somebody than what I told you. What I told you. Yeah, let me tell you about this diamond oh. real quick, bro. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's all, it's all, it's all the basic, the basic goal and, and, and message I want to get across. Yeah. That you, it's it, it, to try to be the best you could be. You only yeah. get one shot at life. Like, don't settle. Like, go for what you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? Go for what you want. Yeah. But that's the whole VVI. Visualize victory and success. A lot of us don't have. A lot of young men don't have a clue. Like my little brother, I'm watching him grow up before my eyes. Yeah. Like he wants all these fancy things, he wants all this money, but he don't really have a set plan of how he's gonna get how it. How to go about getting it? I always it. try to tell him, working that job is cool, but that's not gonna make you a millionaire. Nah. You, you, you'll be comfortable, yeah. You'll be comfortable, but you're not gonna get that millions unless you invest or create something. Yeah. That's the only way you're going to get to that point. And you got to you know have your hands so, in multiple things, man. You got to be knowledgeable yeah, about multiple, multiple things. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. you have Absolutely. to. One of the things that stood out to me, I was doing some research on you last night. And one thing you'll learn about me, I really don't like researching people. I know most interviewers, they try to research people, but I literally just try to have a conversation. But when I was researching <laughs> some stuff last night, I was reading something and you had a post on your introduction at the VVSapproved.com. And it said it was in high school where I joined a singing group with some of my friends. The group members changed a bit over the years. From three members to right. five, then finally four of us. We went through as many name changes as we did band members. In all honesty, I think we were actually pretty good, though we never did quite reach our full potential. I could probably conjure up plenty of reasons as to why we didn't, but I'm not posting pointing fingers. I'll say, however, that my experiences within the group helped to shape the person I am today. The reason that stood right. out to me and I wanted you to kind of talk about that is because, again, like I tell you all the time, bro, like I really do see a lot of myself in you and we're about the same age um I, I found that out as well but it's like even with this podcast and a couple of business ventures that i've had you you end up having people that at the beginning it seems like hey this is a good idea let's do it we can make money we can grow we could do this but you really start to weed out and find out how hard people are willing to work after the first six months then a year then two years so what was this experience like for you in high school going through high school and college gaining friends losing friends in a singing group and almost getting a record deal but you know having to take another angle in life 
Right. Okay. So I I, I love music my whole entire life. Still do. Yeah. Um, and uh, I started off in a singing group. Like I mean, like I said, like you, you just said everything that you said. But the thing that, that that I remember most about being in that group was that even though we were a group, it still felt like it was a competition. Yeah. Shit, boy. And that's, you said I guess something. we were all and we were all black men. Yeah. So so I, I understand it. It's an ego thing. Yeah. You know, so I was trying to do things as far as in the group. Like, I was, I already knew I was always, always a confident young man. So I always knew I was gonna get, I was gonna get attention whether I was the first lead singer or whether I never said a word. Yeah, I'm gonna be seen on that stage. That's always my, that was always my approach. Yeah, to, to performing. Bobby Brown. Um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if I ain't say, if it ain't my song, I'm gonna dance my ass off. <laughs> funny enough, our manager would joke and say that I'm the Bobby Brown of the group. Yeah. And, that, and, that's, and, that's, and that's real. That's real shit. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's just I, you know, it was a friendship. Um, it was a friendship. You know, it's just, that's crazy. I'm, I'm thinking back on it. It was, it was a few years back. And there's so many things that come back to mind when, when, when you said high school. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, and singing and everything. I, I had love for all of those guys, and I still do. But I don't talk to I, I, I barely even talk to them. Yeah. Two of them I haven't talked to for years. Once you get to a point in life, like although we were both, we were all going for this goal of, of being in the singing group. We were all going to be, you know, we all wanted to be successful, make good music, all of that. We wanted all of that. I also said, I'm not going to do this for my entire life. Once I'm 28 years old, yeah. If I'm not making no money from this music thing, I have to try. Well, I think I think it was 26. I can't remember. It might yeah. be 26. Once I turn 20, whatever age, 25, 26, I'm not doing this anymore. We, we started in high school, remember? So that's, 10, that's more than 10 years of trying to do this group thing. Yeah. You know? So I told him, like, yo, we're not making no money. And it, we don't have to be rich, but it has to be some type of income. Yeah, it got to be something. No yeah. Yeah, something. By the time we're 25, 26, I got to try this a different way. Yeah. Everybody was like, word, word, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel you, I feel you. But then when the time came... <clears throat> Nobody wanted to do it. Nobody yeah. wanted to quit. Yeah. Except me. Yeah. Nah. And that rubbed them the wrong the way. Wrong way. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, but what do you do? Do yeah. you put the rest of your life on hold because these these people want to hold on to a dream that you haven't been that hasn't Successful. paid off in ten yeah. years? You got to, and sometimes I think people are scared to accept failure, but you have to, even with me, like, you know, I have my own little, you know, media company, Roberts Media Group, and it consists of podcast and photography and, you know, video editing and stuff like that. Again, like I said, bro, this is why I was drawn to you because we literally have a lot of similar things, except for your singing group was my football career. Like I was trying football and I kept trying, but it's one of those things. Do I become this old washed up ass football player trying to continue to play? You know, basketball niggas are worse than, than football niggas. You know, them niggas think they can hoop till 32 is because they shooting at the LA fitness. But at some point you just got to give it up, man, and say, Hey, if there's no money being made, nobody's seeing my potential. It doesn't mean you're a failure. It's just realizing this is not what God had for you. And exactly. move to something else, you know what I'm saying? And trying a different, trying a different angle. Exactly. So that's where I started. So from the from the music group, I tried, I tried a music group that didn't happen. Twenty five, twenty six. I yeah. stopped that. Um, I actually a few years later, I opened up a recording studio. Yeah. With another one of my high school friends, we had this, we had this recording studio for two years. We never made a profit. We never even broke even. Every month we had to pay to pay that rent. We never yeah. made enough money from it to, to cover our rent. Yeah. In the two years that we had it, so after two years, I told him, "Look, look, bro, this ain't this right here. It's not costing. It's not making any money. Yeah, you think what I'm saying? 
I came with some. I had run some issues with with the IRS with taxes and everything. Yeah. And I don't know if you ever if you know anybody that ever ran into the IRS tax problems, you know that's a headache. That's oh a, yeah, that would change your life. Yeah. They gonna get their money. Oh yeah, they, they gonna, gonna take it. Money. And I don't owe the IRS nothing. Shout out to the IRS. I don't owe you nothing. Not a Leave motherfucker. Hey, I just I just became IRS free like two years ago, so I get it, bro. Yeah, I, so, the yeah, IRS, so you yeah. understand fully. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so I, I mean, we, I'm going I'm going through that, and I'm telling them we had to take the two years. I ain't made no money. I, I, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he, I felt like we took that some kind of way, and we, to this day, our relationship ain't. We don't talk anymore either. Yeah. So how long how long do you how long do you stay in a business like if you you know because a lot of people tell me they be like five years stay in what you're doing for five years so what would you suggest to somebody when it comes to business and wanting to make profit and you know because like you said the first year or two is the hardest years because you got to get right. yourself out there you got to get a brand you got to get all this you know stuff that you got to pay for licensing trademarking so how long would Absolutely. you say yep. that's in, how long would you say staying in business for yourself should you do that before moving on to something else I mean. It's really a matter of, like, I, I have to be able to, to live, maintain my style, my, my lifestyle, yeah. and do this business. Exactly. Like, if it comes to a point where I, can, I can't, I'm out on the street now, I ain't got nowhere to live, but I'm trying to do this business that hasn't made no money yet, it becomes a matter of, I really think it becomes an emotional decision at that point. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, do you want to let it go, or do you want to keep trying and thinking that it's going to be beneficial in the long run? True. Like, in, my, in, 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 the, in the term of my studio, like... The music production process has become a lot faster now than it was ever before. Oh, like yeah. with, the, with the advent of computers, and you know you got Pro Tools. People, people literally have a, a mobile studio where you can record wherever you go. Exactly. Like you don't have to have the whole big setup like we had. And I yeah. realized that. Yeah. Going into the studio, like you know, what I'm saying we're gonna have to get our clientele up, this and that. Yeah. But I started seeing things that that showed me that I couldn't continue to stay here. Like there wasn't no. The biggest thing was there was no money being yeah, paid. It's true. Every month I'm still paying to have this studio. And nobody's showing up. Any money. Yeah. You know what I mean? So at some point you got to average that <clears throat> average, what you're making, look at your pockets, look at your bank account, look at your time. How much time are you putting into this place? Yeah. If you're putting 24 hours a day into this place and you're still not making no money after two, three years, I, I, don't, I, I don't know, what man. Else, like, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What I don't, are you doing? I don't know. Yeah. Now business, I think business is tricky because the crazy thing about it, like you talking about the studio, a lot of people these days are going into business themselves. Like I watch documentaries and stuff and I was watching something a couple of weeks ago on Future and like, you know, Future was recording at DJ Esco's house. And like you say, all they need is the microphone, the soundboard right. and, you know, right. uh, the mic filter or the pop mic to, to pop. That's filter. Yeah, that's all you need. And you can record anywhere. Everything you need, everything you need to record, you can put in a small suitcase and, and be done with it. I mean, not to be yeah. funny, that's what I do with the podcast. I was at a studio for a little bit over a year, and then I went out and I bought better equipment than they have in the studio, and I was like, exactly. there's no need for me mm -hmm. to be there paying this fee because they're not doing anything for me that I can do for myself. And then exactly. also, with social media, you have your own, if you know anything about marketing and promoting, you need, you got all you, you got all you need right there in that laptop. You don't need anybody to do it for you. Yo, let me just say, too, since you, since you mentioned that, let me just say, I think you do a good job. I look at your, um, your Instagram page. I like I like the design of your, your IG page. It's, it's, good, it's a good, cohesive setup for you to promote your podcast. I appreciate it, man. I, I, I definitely appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I like, the, uh, like the logo and everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I've, been trying to get, I've been trying to get my own back into my radio show thing, but I, 
Man. <laughs> hey, I, I, I'm gonna talk, talk to you. Some, I'm gonna talk to you about something off air because, like I told you, man, I got some ideas myself. So we'll we'll definitely talk off air. But I got a couple okay, of things yeah, I'm gonna yeah, run by okay. you. Yeah, and see, because I've really been looking at branching out myself because most of my listeners are in New York, California. Uh, we have people, you know, people overseas, but it's like Texas. I'm in Dallas. So here in the South, people are still listening to Rick and Smiling Morning Show. Or they're still listening to radio. Not to be funny, that's not going to be honest with you. Or if T.I. came on a radio show, you're only going to get five minutes of, of something. And he's never going to be honest about what he's really doing. So really, podcasts, no. as we know, it's the new wave. But even with podcasting. Hey, you know what? You know what, bro? Yeah. I'm glad that you said it. I yeah. feel that same. I feel the same exact yeah, way. It's different, I feel man. the same exact way. It's just a matter of how we can get it. More, more. People gotta become used to the to the system of listening to podcasts. Yeah, especially you know, especially black people, man. Yeah, exactly. Right, because I know I do know a few a few people that will listen to a podcast regularly, and, and, and they're both white. I'm yeah, but we've been used to listening to like I grew up with the radio show. I yeah. love New York City radio. Yeah, I love the morning shows back in the day. Now where they are now. It's something completely different. I yeah. felt more entertained and more. I don't know if you're familiar with Starbuck Wild. I've heard, know. I've heard of it, but I'm not like really familiar with it though. Yeah, I know the city, I know the, uh, the the shows are all different from state to state, but yeah. they they were they were one morning show that inspired me to want to do hosting. Yeah, because their show was informative. You got you went away from that show feeling like you found out something or you learned something or yeah. you gained something beneficial. Yeah. Now you just get fodder. You get stuff that's not going to help you in life at all. True. True. It's Exactly. You know what I mean? And I so, think. I mean, yeah. I, no, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it, it's important for it to not be that, and that's what I strive. Like a lot of people always ask me. Um, my last job, I worked with the doctor's office, and um, a lot of the doctors will come to me and they be like, "Hey, I heard you. You have a podcast. You know, these are white doctors or European doctors, or they were just from all over the world, and they'd be like, "Hey, we want to listen. How do we listen?" And I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna tell you now. It's a little. It's a little edgy because." <laughs> One thing that we don't talk about on this podcast, like every blue moon, you may hear us talk about something that's actually in the limelight. But what I try to talk to people about is real. I try to talk to real people about real stories and real issues in their life. And I talk about my personal life because you can't get people to be transparent with you if you're not being transparent with them. So you can literally go through you can go through my last 10 podcasts, bro. And you will not hear any. You won't hear me talking about future. You won't hear me talking about no hip hop. We either talking about sex bad relationships, religion, <laughs> Donald Trump. And even if we talk about Donald Trump, we still don't talk about it from a political standpoint. We talk about it from a personal standpoint of like, how does it affect you? How do you feel when you turn on the news? But people want to hear real shit and you just, it's hard to find that, man. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. But that's what makes it, that's what makes you, that's what makes the difference between a good host, a good show yeah. and some crap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The real, you gotta be, you gotta be real with yourself and be, not be afraid to be honest about your thoughts, your opinions, and all that type of shit. And yeah. I think a lot of people aren't. A lot of people like to play to the cameras, yes. play to the mics, and say what they think is the right thing to say. Exactly. I don't give a fuck about all that. My None. life is going to be good whether motherfuckers like me or, or not. not. My life is spectacular. It's 100. <laughs> so, so I got a text last week, and I'm telling you, bro, my girl follows you. She follows you religiously. <laughs> so she hits me up, bro. I, I'm at work, and she texts me, and she said, this is some shit you would say. 
that men have to force themselves to be monogamous. I talked about this a little Absolutely. bit last week. Yes. What do you mean by that and where did you get it from? I agree because when I said that, I was like, oh, bro, it don't matter if you're in a great relationship as a man, especially if you're an attractive man or a successful man or like both of us, college educated with degrees and whatever. Mm-hmm. The, the pickings are not, they're never going to be slim for you, even if you're 60 years old. You're going to always be able to have a, a plethora of women to pick from. But what made you come to that conclusion and post it? Well, I, I, I always say, like, I'm, I'm in a relationship right now, too. Yeah. Uh, a committed relationship right now, too. I haven't been with in about 10 years. Yeah. And I told my lady, I said, yo, just remember that every every day I wake up and I'm faithful to you, I fought to be faithful to you. Yeah. Not because not because she doesn't make me happy yeah. or, 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 or she doesn't do something right. It's not about that. It's about the, the urge or the desire for a man to be with a woman. Yeah. Is an innate, is an innate desire. It's like true. for him to suppress that, he has to force himself to suppress it. Very true. Like, I, you know, it's, 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 I, you know, I try to explain this to women. I know we're going to understand because we're men. Exactly. Women just don't either. They don't want to see it this way, or they just can't. One or the other. Yeah. I, I tell you this, brother. A woman, a healthy woman, loses the ability. Let's take a healthy woman and a healthy man. A healthy woman loses the ability to to, to create life after menopause. Whatever age that may be, 40, yeah. 50, 50 years old. Let's say 50 years old for argument's sake. At 50, she can no longer create life naturally. She can get in vitro or she can get, you know, a surrogate and all that, but yeah. naturally she can't do it. A healthy man now, adversely, he'll produce sperm until he dies. He popping off all the time, bro. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he'll produce it for his whole life. Now, why would we create, why would we be created in that way? Yeah. If we weren't supposed to spread our feet, yeah. Why don't we? Why don't we lose the ability at fifty when women do? Yeah. If you read, even create, if you would... even if you read any book, man, you read any book, you watch any documentary, it's 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 frowned upon now. But back in the day, we already know, man. They had Roman emperors and kings used to have ten concubines, seven exactly. women. Like, yeah. yeah. I just got through watching a TV series on Hulu, uh, The Vikings, uh, about uh, King Ragnar. And dude, bro, dude, he had a dream. He had a one wife. She, he had a son and a daughter. And he prayed to some guy that told him he would never have another son again by this woman, which she, which he didn't. And he just went around the world sleeping with multiple women, bringing him sons because it was about multiple women. It was about building a, a kingdom and having sons. And like you say, it's been like this for centuries. I'm not saying it's right or right. it's wrong because you know if my co-host was here today, she'd be like, "Oh, that's bullshit." But I'm like, you have to be, you you literally have to be a man to feel like to understand that something in you always wants more, even if you have the best damn woman in the world, something in you. Always wants uh, more, man. And, it, and it's a fight. It's a struggle. It's a damn struggle every not, day. To not to not give in to those urges. And I mean, I mean, listen, man. I love, I love, I love women. Yeah. I'm sure we both do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love women. I don't like to see no woman hurt. Like I don't like to feel like I'm deceiving a woman or yeah. lying to a woman. But when I'm honest with women. It, it, really, it usually doesn't work out well. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I read. I read something you said that about. Uh, I read. Did you say something about that too? Because you was like, if you want, if you want something from a woman, basically sexually, I'm paraphrasing, but you said something to the extent, hold off your true intentions, and eventually you'll get it. And I saw that, and I was like, yeah, that's true. But bro, I've said on the podcast a couple months back, I was like, I've been in situations where I've gotten lucky, and I've ran into more than a handful of women to where I told them exactly what I wanted sexually, and it went down. The only thing about it was when I tell 
tell guys is I'm like, you can tell a woman you may just want sex. And some of them, they just want that too. Or they just, they'll say that they want that when they want more thinking that your mind will change eventually if they do something or if, you know, you continue to sleep with them. But after it's only going to be a couple of weeks or maybe a few months, if you're lucky that a woman can have sex with a man without having any kind of emotional tie. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, that's true too. Yeah. That's, that's me. Okay. Now me, I don't know what it is, man. Like, I'm not saying it's never happened. I'm not. I've never been able to just say to a woman, like, like walk up to a woman, like first day. Like I'm not. I'm not a first one night stand type of guy anyway. But I've never been able to walk up to a woman and and, and just say like, yo, I just want. I just want to fuck you, and yeah. she let me. Yeah. I've, I've never. I've never. And I wish that it would be. Women always tell me. There's, there's women out there that do it, and I, I'm not. I'm sure there are, but yeah. how many? Yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's very few. Time. It's very few. I've seen a video with a guy that actually did this. He went up to a thousand women. A thousand. He did it on video. It's on YouTube somewhere. I put up the link. I tried to send it to you. Okay. But he did it with a thousand women. He was successful twice. So if he was successful two out of a thousand times, what's that? Two tenths of a percent? Yeah. That's small, two bro. Two tenths of a percent success rate? Come yeah. on. That's not. Who wants to do yeah. something that has a two percent? Two tenths percent. Yeah, man. And men don't like being told no that many times, bro. Exactly. And see, he was just and he was just doing a project that wasn't even real life. He was just he was collecting data for us to see how rare that it is. You know what I'm saying? So no, I agree. It's not like women. Women make it sound like oh, just just tell me what you want. Yeah. To tell you what to tell women honestly what they want, I feel like that doesn't work because of this. Yeah. If I if I tell a woman the only thing I want from you is sex. It's all—it's automatically devaluing her yeah. in her mind. Yeah. Like, oh, you don't think I'm good enough for nothing else? Yeah. So now you're—you're you're not gonna open up and be yourself. Yeah. You're gonna keep a wall up, even if you do fuck. You're not—you're not gonna just open up and be yourself. You're exactly. gonna keep some type of wall up to protect your family. No, I agree. So already you're acting funny, me telling you all I want is sex from you. Yeah. That's why I can't tell you that. Yeah. Because I'm gonna still be me. Yeah. I'm still gonna be me. All the time. I'm not gonna act like somebody else. True. I'm still gonna be me. You're gonna protect your feelings because you know all I want is sex. You know? I just so think that, that kind of no. Go ahead, go ahead. You're fine. Yeah, that, that, that kind of that kind of that makes it that that makes it uneven. That makes it you know that, that's not a a, a a valid way or, or, or it's not you're not gonna have high success going at a woman telling her all you want her from a set or but all you, you want her for a set. You're not gonna have to be yeah. successful doing that. You just got a lot of women though that act like it, the funny thing about it is it's it's somebody who's gonna listen to this podcast. And they're gonna say these two motherfuckers don't know what they're talking about because you you go, you're gonna have some women that's like oh I could do just what a man does and, and do what he does and I can lay down and I'm like you know you can't it's very few women and the women who, and the women who can do that when I say they are so fucked up and damaged beyond repair that's the only way a woman can do that because like you've said before on some of your tweets women ain't made to be like men they're not. But in this oh. new, but in this new world, you know, every nobody wants to tell people when they're wrong. No, everybody is pushing and egging everybody on to say, "Hey, you doing a good thing, girl? We could do this." And not to be funny, as much as Amber Rose is beautiful on the eyes, when I saw her first episode of her show, I, I watched it because she's fine and I like her, and I'm like, okay. Of course. But yeah, bro, it's just yes, it's just like you said about the girl that you saw on Instagram and you followed her on Snapchat. <laughs> she has nothing. Worth saying. Within the first fifteen seconds, she basically called herself a hoe, and I'm like, "What are you promoting right now?" Right. What are you promoting? Think, I don't think that show's going to last. You see what happened to Chloe's show? I don't think it is either. I, I said that too when I watched it. After watching the first episode, I was like, "This may last 
one one season, if that. And sometimes, you know, if you if you got fifteen episodes in that season, you may get eight. And I think it may last to eight because it's only so much beauty you can look at with stupidity being spewed from a mouth, though. Exactly, exactly. Like nothing, nothing else but the physical. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's funny because that's twofold, bro. Because yeah. as a man, I'm I'm turned on by the physical. Like that's how I get led astray so quick. Oh uh, I mean, yeah. Look, Easy. Looking at the woman will make you feel like I've looked at a woman, literally, and felt like I loved her. Uh, bro. I, every time I see Amber Rose, I look like I, I tell people all the time. Give me a, if you if Amber Rose came to my door right now, give me a plate and a fork and a white clean napkin from a five star restaurant, and it's done, bro. It's done, dog. <laughs> it's done, man. I promise you. It's like as sometimes I wish that we weren't wired that way. Yeah. No, I can't. I can't work over yeah. you. I can't. I can't help what turns me on. Yeah. It just does. It's almost so, unfortunate, so, man. It really is. I mean, I wish I could. Women, th- women think we have this ability to look at them and and see the yeah. beauty in them and how great they are. We like, don't. I, I don't know how to do that. No, like, I, I don't. You have to show me. Like, that's something that you learn over time. Like yeah. you can't just. I can't just see you once and be like, oh, this is the greatest woman ever. Yeah. You gotta show me. That's true. Already, bro. And so, and social media, social media makes it hard. I I talk to some guys. I'm always talking to guys just to get a a honest perspective. And I'm like, when you go to that 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 magnifying glass on your search engine on Instagram, those first twelve squares that pops up on anybody's screen, I don't care if it's a girl. It's gonna be at least half of those six out of six out of twelve. It's gonna be naked women or an attractive woman. And a lot of dudes get caught up in thinking like they'll look at those pictures like. Damn, and them girls may be across the country or in another state, but they always still thinking like, man, why am I settling down with all this out here? I had a homeboy I worked with the other day. He was like, man, if I went in a relationship, I'd be fucking all these girls. And I'm like, nigga, these girls don't even live nowhere around here. Like (laughs) Texas, like you being in New York, bro, you are in a blessed place. Anybody who lives in California is in a blessed place. Let me tell you, let me tell you, New York City women, man, like shit is fucked up out here because like. We ain't just doing, as men, we ain't really stepping up. Yeah. Like, men are supposed to be providers, you know what I'm saying? We're supposed to be the, you know, the backbone, the, the, the head of our households. Women had to step up and do that because we weren't keeping up our end of the bargain. Yeah. We, we were doing stupid shit, getting locked up, yeah. falling victim to drugs, whatever the fuck the reason was. Yeah. It hasn't been being men. You dig what I'm saying? So yeah. in New York City, a lot of these women, they get their own bread. They got businesses going and shit, more so than the men. Yeah. The same here in Texas. So yeah, when you come, let me know, bro. I, I was gonna tell you, like I said, I was gonna talk to you about some things off air, but I definitely would like to connect to where we do something here or in New York, bro. But Texas, well, yeah. Texas is cool. Let me tell you about the brothers in Texas, though. The thing, the the brothers in Texas is very few of us that have culture. In the Dallas area, most of us. Um, their style is suit and tie, which I feel like it's a conformity that they've been, they don't know it, but they've watched, they've been programmed and they pretty much, the things that they try to ascertain is from a white man's standard. They don't really, I don't feel like a lot of the black dudes here recognize themselves in New York. You got little Italy, you got hell's kitchen, you got all these different places, bro. But here we don't have any culture. The culture, the biggest culture that we have here is the Hispanic culture. Cause we're close to Mexico. And then you have black people like it's becoming a melting pot, but the people don't bring their culture here. They come here and they conform to what's here. And this is a red state. And you already know what that means. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm. So honestly, like if you were, if you came down here as a single dude, you clean up, bro. You clean up because you're different. 
Like I'm from Texas, but I'm not from the city. I'm from the country. And when I came here, I cleaned up because I'm different. You clean up easy. Yo, yo, listen, man. I, every time, anytime I've been to any southern state, I've, I've always gotten a lot of love from the women down there, more so than in New York. Oh yeah. Tell you, these New York women, man. These New York women, man. It's they're a different breed. They're a different breed. Like they, they really. In some instances, I think that they believe that they're men. Yeah. They think that they can really do everything a man can do. I said, I always sit down, sit women, and tell them, like, look, we're not, we're not. Equals, we're compliments. Yeah, it's two different things. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm good at what you're not so good at. You're good at what I'm not. What so I'm good not. At. Yeah, that's a compliment. Yeah, you understand? Like women seem to think that they can just do whatever a man can. No, we both don't have penises. Yeah, for a reason. Yeah, you dig me? Like we can't have the same thought processes if every month you're bleeding and you got to remember to go go to the store and get tampons or whatever. I'll never have to worry about that. That's true. So you can't tell me that that effect, that has no effect on our thought processes. Though. You can't tell me that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I know that tells that tells me that we have differences in the way our body works. We have differences in the way our thought processes are. That's of course. You know what I mean? But still, if a man hasn't been doing his job, hasn't been the provider, the head of household, the stand-up man that he's supposed to be, women have to do what they have to do to protect, you know, themselves and their family. So yeah. I, I mean, I'm not knocking New York City women. It's just a different breed. No, that's different. <laughs> I get it. So, <clears throat> so. How important to you is sex in a relationship? And this is a question that I always ask people because to me, when I talk, when I think about sex in a relationship, I think about sex in a relationship, but I also think about intimacy because without, to me, once you get in a relationship, intimacy is almost more important than sex because it leads to sex as opposed to if you're just dating. You know what I'm saying? Like if you out there on the scene, you were single for 10 years, so you already know what it is. You, you, you probably did things to get a woman in bed, but experiencing true intimacy with a woman that ain't something I don't think most men share unless they're with a woman very few very few women um you know you know what's funny man I feel like I've never had like I said I never had a real a real one night stand per se yeah. like I, and most of the women I've dealt with I've had some type of rapport with and there's always some type of intimacy I'm, yeah. I'm never I'm never I'm never the guy like and I guess that kind of throw, that's, through, that's throwing women off because yeah. women have told me why don't you be more aggressive like you know, come closer, closer to me or some yeah. shit like that. Like, if a woman has ever come to my house, there's been times that she she slept here and I'm, I didn't even try to touch her. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I'm, so I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't, I don't put them in a situation where they feel like like I'm trying to jump their bones. Exactly. Yeah. I know the sex is going to happen between a man and a woman. That's just what we, that's what we're meant to do. Yeah. So if we like each other and we spend enough time with each other. Eventually, we're gonna fuck. So let me see what you're about. Let me let me see, you know, what else you have to offer. Let me see if I like talking to you and shit. Yeah. So I, I enjoy that. I enjoy the intimacy part. With a, as much as the sex, I enjoy that whether I'm in a relationship or not. The problem is, when you're intimate, with a, when, you, when you're doing all these intimate things with a woman, she's going to start to think that you really, you want to be with her, like, long-term and shit. Especially if you're not with her. Uh-huh. Say what now? I said, especially if you're not with her. Like, if you're yeah, just, yeah. Especially if you're not with her. Exactly. You're going to start thinking that you want to be with her long term and you want to be with her. So they they women have said to me like, yo, don't 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 do boyfriend stuff with me if you don't want to be my boyfriend. I've and been I don't told understand that. what boyfriend stuff is. Boyfriend it doesn't mean we can't Boyfriend stuff. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That's I, I, you know what, boyfriend stuff. And I had a girl tell me this one time too, because it was a situation of like, it was just sex, and she was like, I can't. She told me literally, I can't continue to have sex with you because you treat me the way I want to be treated. Meaning, after we, Uh, after we had sex, 
normally if it's just a jump off, you kind of want her to go out, you know, leave or you do something to let her know that you're ready to go to bed or whatever. But for me, when I would do it, if they wanted to stay and watch TV or get something to eat, I would just sit on the couch, watch TV with them. And it turned into from having sex to like actually enjoying each other's company. When you start exactly. enjoying, yeah, when you start enjoying their company, bro, they, they start looking at, they look at it more than what it is, bro. It always happens that way. Yeah. But how do you, how do you treat a woman? That you care about, but you don't want to commit to. Bro, I don't know. How, how are you to believe how, me, how that? that's me, man. I got commitment. I got commitment issues. So, so believe me. I've been <laughs> I've been talking to my girl almost five years, and people are like, why y'all ain't married? And I'm like, I, that that just seems too serious to me. I'm moving now, and everybody's like, why y'all not moving in together? And I'm like, we ain't ready for that. And they like, are you not ready? Or I mean, hey. I've never lived with a woman. I've been asked by every girl I've ever been with, and I've always said no, bro, because I just. It's too much for me, bro. You're doing the right thing, brother. It's too much, man. You're doing the right thing. I live with my ex for about a year. Yeah. I live with my ex for about a year, and I'm not trying to throw no dirt on my ex. No, I feel you. Beautiful woman, smart and all that. But living with a woman? Shit. It's another another level, bro. Hey, I get it, bro. (laughs) I get it. And it's not even about, it's not even, for me, it's not even about wanting to do anything. It's just about space. And, you know, I don't have kids. I've never been married. Yeah. And and people be like, why don't you want to do this? And I'm like, yeah, I'm about to be 34 years old. No kids, never been married. And I get it. I would like to have a kid. But to me, I've seen relationships and marriages be fucked up so bad because people get married for the wrong reasons or because other people pressured them or for whatever other reason that it just doesn't work out. If I become an old motherfucking daddy where I'm 45 with a five year and, and I'm in a successful marriage I prefer that than getting married at 28 having three kids and not with the baby mama when I'm 45 yeah, years old yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think, yo, I'm okay with that I saw all young men wait don't even think about kids till you're 30 yeah. don't even think about kids don't even think about settling down none of that till you're 30 years old yeah. shit changed my, shit, shit changed. my mind has changed I'm 33 from the age of 28 to 33 my mind has literally changed almost every year about what I want to do Every time When I first moved to Dallas I wanted to be in New York I wanted to go to the Art Institute in Dallas I actually, I mean an Art Institute in New York I actually got accepted But I didn't go Because I wasn't ready So I went to Atlanta And then I went from Atlanta To come back to Dallas And bro I've always wanted to move Right now I'm still considering Like California But my mind is too unstable For me to be You know Try to have some kind of stability With a kid and a wife Right now And I'm yeah, honest about that Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I mean I can't even say Yo it's just the whole thing it's not the, it's not the child I definitely want the child yeah me too but that's I always, easy I always, said, I always said to myself that I wanted to be I wanted to be married first yeah you know what I mean I want to have that whole I, I don't want to have kids everywhere you know I yeah. want to my kids in one woman one place I know where it's at yep. but like you said with marriages I look at marriages none of the marriages in my family are happy marriages that I would want to be in something like that not at all none of them None of them. So to me, it's like, how can I go against... I mean, I know they say it, it is what you make it, and I believe that to an extent. I also believe that perhaps we're not meant to be in these monogamous situations for our whole lives. Yep. Or maybe we're, maybe for a certain amount of time. Like, if I meet someone at 50, it'd be easy, I think it would be easier for me to stay with them 20 years as opposed to me meeting them at, at 18, 19. Hell you know yeah. what I'm saying? That's dangerous, so, man. I, mean, I don't know, man. I, I, like you said, I, I, I'm, with, I'm with a beautiful woman right now, and I, and I kind of looked up with her, yeah. like we crossed paths at the right time and everything. And I told, like I told her, I explained to her, like I want to be a father. Like you know, I, I lost my grandmother last year. My yeah. mom is getting older. My grandfather, my dad is getting older. Everybody's getting older. Yeah. I don't want to feel like I'm being selfish by by not having this family and having. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to feel like I'm being selfish, but at the same 
I don't want to rush into nothing. Yeah. You crazy. You know, so it's, it's a funny, I mean... I go back and forth, man. I, I get it. I go back and forth about it because I know for me, like I have a niece. My brother has one kid. He's been married, but he's divorced. And like I say, for me, I just look at everything, even watching TV shows. And sometimes I try not to get too caught up in TV shows because people always be like, it's just television. But I also say, yeah, it's just television, but it's a spinoff real life, which means this, yeah, this is real for somebody. So it's, it's this TV show that I've been watching it you'll learn that I'm a Hulu watcher but it's a it's a show on Hulu called Casual if you get a chance watch it and it's basically about this guy wait what's the other joint you said Vikings too right uh, uh, yeah Vikings it's on there and you know Vikings is basically about this former who had a rise to to basically a rise to fame he was a former then he was an earl then he was a king and he fought to to conquer other kingdoms and it's so many storyline lines between there about being a man and being faithful and building family and and having things that you don't want and how to get those things that you do want so i saw it as a different thing but it also talks about it also talks about religion because it, it spoke about the gods of odin and loki and then it, it versus religion and and catholicism and things of that nature so it, it made me think from a different perspective with Hulu with casual casual is basically a guy who built a startup company with his friend kind of like me and you did and then they they built a dating website and they built an algorithm on the dating website to where people who are really not attracted to people came together so basically if if you were a woman or if I was a woman and you were a man and we both like pizza they were linking people off the smallest things which made me start thinking about real dating how many people date online online dating is a billion dollar industry but more people don't get married than they do get married and people still feel like dating online is for them and I know it's convenient but a lot of times I'm thinking online period has really taught people how not to converse and how not to talk to people they don't know how to communicate uh, most, you'll have I talk about it all the time you'll go to a club or a bar see a girl sitting at a bar you try to talk to her she'll blow you off you could probably go find that same goddamn girl on uh, whatever website it is out there and hit her up yep. and I guarantee you have a better chance of getting her online than you do than approaching her in person bro you, you, that's your life but that's the only thing that's that's where I think that, that, that the social I mean um, online dating is better it's, yeah. it's beneficial yeah. in the initial the initial meeting you know what I mean but after you meet the person and you get to you know you, you find out what person is then you have to meet in, in person yeah. you know what I'm saying exactly and how long do you get someone online like I watched Catfish a few times yeah and these people were dating for months and years and, and they never met each other I, I could definitely if I'm into you I'm meeting you within you, the first month exactly you ain't gonna leave me on for yeah man I'm not masturbating for a year I need to see you and conquer yeah I, damn that shit bro I gotta see you dog. you're not gonna pull the wool over my eyes did you see the, did you, did you see the one from um the guy from um Nappy Roots get catfish the light skin guy bro I said how the fuck you a famous dude how the fuck you get catfish why are you even on that shit like what the hell going on man but you know people search for love in different ways man to each his own I mean, do you think, man? I mean, I I can't I can't find. I do know one guy that went on one of one of the sites. I don't know if it was match or something. Yeah. And he, he did find his current wife. Like, they, and they've been married for about five years now. I got a homeboy did the same thing on match. Yep. E, well, e harmony it was. He seems, he seems to be happy, but but again, it's not like women were chasing him down. And, and In real again, life, it's not like yeah. Had, it's not like he had a large selection of women to pick from. Yeah. When a man has a large selection of women to pick from, he got It's hard, bro. Yeah. It's hard, bro. <laughs> I agree. The only time I went, I, only time I did online dating, I was with a girl for a couple years. 
I really cared about it, got hurt in the situation. And then after after a while of being to myself, I was like, okay, I'm ready to get back out of here. And, you know, back in the day when you used to say, if just go five, six, seven years ago, if you used to tell somebody, hey, I'm, I'm online dating, they'll be like, man, you desperate, whatever, whatever. Now, it's the, now it's the way to go. Now, now everybody's desperate, so to speak. But I remember getting on there, bro, and, like, I was on there for a week, two weeks, and I smashed, like, eight girls, bro. I, that's the only reason I got on there. That was the only reason I got on there because it's like shooting fish in a barrel, bro. If I know men that flourish on online dating, I got a I got a female friend that said she just joined. Yeah. And then she and she got so she got so discouraged after the first couple of days, she just like canceled her membership. Yeah, dudes are full of shit out there. Old, old guys get interested in um um are either just there for sex or, or they're not really serious or they don't never respond to her. Yeah. And the guys that do hit her up are guys that she wouldn't she's not yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's dangerous, man. But that's why I mean, but, that, but that's that's always going to be like that's not going nowhere. Online dating is, is going to flourish. Yeah. Like, it's, like you said, people are always looking for love or sex. So, and that's a place where you can go to find it. Like they got Tinder. I never. I mean, I never. I never was. I haven't been. I never online dating in a while. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I've I met women on social media, and that has led to sex. Yeah. Um. How long did it? Yeah, I, that has happened. Yeah. I mean, not a lot, but it has happened. Yeah. But I never went on like a dating site per se. Yeah. To to, to today, I know, like I never joined Eat Army and nothing like that because I knew I didn't want to be in a relationship. Yeah. True. <laughs> so I knew I was going to go there and probably end up doing exactly what she did. Like, like. Yeah. Now they got Ashley Madison for that, so you know now now they have websites strictly for having sex. So. But, but you mean like a like like Ashley Madison? Yeah, yeah but like you know the funny thing, I told somebody because I did research. Uh, last year a year before last and a couple of people who were on the podcast at that time I was like hey let's go on dating websites and just just look and just see bro when you go on these websites that are just for sex you're gonna find some of the nastiest fat fluffy looking <laughs> cold cut sandwich eating motherfuckers on there bro they not the type of people that you're really looking for dog they not you may find one every blue moon on that website and we came back and we did a podcast about it and I'm like it's people out there that are just looking for love and looking for somebody to just accept them for who they are and, and social media and, and uh, dating websites, they're, they're, they're getting rich off of it, bro. Yeah. They're yeah. getting rich and off then, of it. I mean, it's, they get, it's a new one every, it's a new one every month. It seems like, it's, new. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? They have, they have different ones for different niches of people. Yep. Like 50 and up, they got christianmingle.com. Former, farmers <laughs> only <laughs> shit. Yeah. I got it. That's definitely not going away. I think though, but I think it's, I've never hit I've never hit nobody in the DMs, bro. I hear about it all the time and I'm like I'm I i do not even send personal messages on social media. I've never I've Yeah. Like women are very simple, man. If, 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 if you try to get sex from a woman, all you have to do is just 
Exactly. Do what you do. We got a, we got a few more minutes before before we wrap it up. I wanted to ask you something about religion, bro. I don't know your beliefs in religion, but what's your perspective on religion? And if you do believe in religion, or if you're dedicated to a religion, what religion is that? Well, I was raised uh, as a Baptist. Okay. Um, but I, I tell you, I struggle with religion, bro. Yeah. Because me too. Religion is it's all about it's all about what you choose to believe in. Yeah. You know, and and, and, I, and I struggle with the religious part, and I struggle with the, I struggle with the the, the, the Big Bang theory and the and the, and the God theory. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I struggle between both of those. Yeah. There's, there's different the aspects of each religion that I I respect and I understand. Um, you know, uh, Muslims do things that I understand. The Jews do things. You know what I'm saying? Same things with Catholics, and there's things that I don't understand about all of those things. So I mean. If I had to go to church tomorrow, I would go to a Baptist church because yeah. that's what I was raised in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm most familiar with. And I do believe that, I do believe there is a God. I yeah. do believe that. I do believe there's a higher power. Yeah. You know what I mean? Was Jesus his son? I don't know. I, I can't really, like, if I'm reading it in the Bible, it's yeah. like, it's, it's man-made. So yeah. how do I know that that's what's actually happened? If I tell you a story today, by the time you get to the thousand person, person it's telling gonna be it, different. it might be a different story. Man, we, I swear, bro, we think the same, dog. And I, I tell people that all the time. And I think it's the more educated and the more, and not even educated off school and institution-wise, but just educated from educating myself and just learning things in life, you become more logical. And it's, it's just like they compare a lot of a lot of things that we do to Jesus Christ. And in the Bible, it talks about how he left the earth at 33. I'm 33 now, and right. I got a lot more life to live. And I tell people all the time, right, right. He, he left this earth at 33, and he ain't had no sex. Leave that nigga here to 36, he would have been fucking somebody. Period. <laughs> Leave, leave him around here long enough. He would have failed because I mean he walking in the flesh, bro. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. But that, I mean, that, I mean, it's always, a, it's always, a, it's always a touchy thing with me. I never, yeah. like, I never like to. I got into a, a heated debate with a uh, Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. Actually, this one, this one girl. I want to fuck her so bad. She was, fucking, <laughs> she was fucking dick. Like she was just fucking. She was stupid. Yeah. Like, like she was. I mean, not because of her religious beliefs, just yeah. because of her, her, her approach, her demeanor. Yeah. We were having a discussion about it, and she was so hell bent or pigheaded about her stance that she was she didn't want to hear what I was saying. Yeah. About 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 other religions. So that, that's what I mean about religions and politics. Yeah. Those are two tough things to really discuss with people who are just overly. Some people are overly passionate about it. Yeah. They just they just go crazy over religion and politics. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I just choose not to even get <laughs> not to even get into it, but. All that being said, I do feel like there's a higher power. I do, I do believe in karma. I, I do believe in destiny and fate to an extent. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I do believe in those things. So, I don't know. I'm a confused individual. I'm a work, I'm a work in progress. Uh, I believe you. <laughs> I always tell women, yo, I'm kind of crazy. <laughs> another uh, another question I had was I know you said you add value to a woman's life regardless of the title in her life that's something I agree with I found that this morning on your Twitter uh, what did you mean exactly by that? Well, a lot of a lot of men, uh, you know, as men, with our first intent, my first intent is usually to fuck. Yeah. Like I, I, I I'm not, I'm, I'm straight up. Like I'm not trying to be your friend. I'm yeah. not trying to learn about you and shit. Like yeah. that's not what I'm doing as a man. So, but every man is gonna feel like that. But not every man in return can show a woman different things. Yeah. Not every man can give a woman new experiences. Any woman that I've been with, she's learned new shit. Yeah. With me, like I don't help women get. Loans, mortgages on their houses, help them finish, you know, encourage them, help them finish through college, yeah. all that type of shit. Where other niggas would just 
made it more difficult for them to finish. Yeah. You understand yeah. what I'm and saying? Like, I, I, I actually help a woman. I believe in helping her. I like to see a woman that I've dealt with and, and, and she grew yeah. from the experience she had with me. You know, if she's with me or not. Yeah. I feel good about that. A lot of men don't give a fuck. A lot of men just rip a woman down. Yep. Take everything that they can from her. You know, so regardless of whether I'm a woman's boyfriend or a husband or just a straight friend, she's going to benefit from my thinking. My, my, my logical thinking, like I like to call it, my logical thinking. Yeah. And, and she's going she's gonna, to she's gonna learn or gain from my demeanor, my steadfastness. She's going to benefit from those things as opposed to being with a fuckboy. Yeah. You know? So, but most women, they're so hell-bent. You know how it is. They so, they want the title so So bad. bad. So bad. You know so the funny thing? This, this I told you, the situation I'm in. Like I've never sat down and be like, "Hey, babe, will you be my girlfriend?" I'd be like, "I'm 33 fucking years old. What the fuck I look like saying you my girl?" When we spend enough time together to where when we go out and people see us on pictures and at events, they know we together. We ain't got to say that. And and the people and it's so funny because some of the main people who talk about us, who who has dogged us, they've been to three and four men, and and it's always women. You know, they ain't happy. They ain't settled with nobody. And like I tell her all the time, I'm like, we're doing more than these motherfuckers have ever done. And they still right, sitting up right. here questioning us as they can. They went to three or four heartbreaks, been happy, been sad, lost, gained, and we still here <laughs> at a steady streamlined pace while these motherfuckers still on the sideline talking. And some, but you know what? I guess I don't know, man. They, they blame media. They, they just want that that title me so much. I was so with, much. And did so much for her, like more. She was married before. Yeah. I did. I did more for her than her husband did. Yeah. And he still made me feel like I wasn't shit because I would not. I, I wouldn't give a title. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So somebody gonna, I'm telling you, bro, somebody gonna listen to this podcast and be like, them two motherfuckers, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. I can hear it now. I'm telling you, man. They're gonna be like, these niggas, you we need a label. A label means everything. It still means something. Yeah, that's oh, okay. What we we definitely like, will. Nah, Matter of fact, when we do it, I'm looking to come to New York soon. I got to talk to my lady, man. It may be the end of this year, but even if, if if it's not the end of this year, what we can do is we could try to get you know you have a woman there and I have a woman here, and we'll make that happen to where we go ahead and have that full conversation in reference to. Oh, it. absolutely. I know. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to, yo, I might wanna, we might have to follow Dallas, man. Hey, bro. man, let me I'm know, gonna bro. This, I'm gonna do this in person. I need to see yeah. the women's reactions. Yeah. Before we- Hey man, let me know, bro. Like I say, man, my girl and a couple other people, man. It's a lot of places y'all can stay. It's a lot of place, like areas you could be in. And not to be funny, man, Dallas. Compared to New York, bro, Dallas is cheap. I just bought an apartment uh, downtown, downtown Dallas, and I looked at the same price. Well, I got for here. I got thirteen hundred, uh, thirteen hundred dollars a month for nine hundred square feet in New York. I put in thirteen hundred dollars. The motherfuckers were selling me a jail cell, bro. I said, fuck no, no. Yeah, bro. I'm like, nah, bro. I even put in something. I think I put in something just joking around. I put in 850. Uh, I put 850 dollars in for an apartment there, and I think it was in Brooklyn, and it was 152 square feet. I said, that's a closet. You ain't got no room to do nothing but lay down and get the fuck up. Like what? I'm like, nah, bro. Yeah, Nah, bro. Nah, my brother's been a couple times, but I've never been. My girl, you been? Yeah, she says she been. I've never been, bro. Oh yeah, y'all gotta come up, man. Y'all come up. I'm definitely gonna show y'all around. Y'all have a blast. What is Westchester close to? What city? What major city is it close to? Right next to Bronx. Right next to the Bronx. Okay. Westchester is right on the borderlines, the Bronx and Yonkers. Okay. I can walk. I can walk. 
three blocks and read the Bronx. I'm always telling her I want to come up there because I'm like, for one, with me, I do photography, and that's a, I'm telling you, bro. Like we do so much because you do photography, right? I do photography. I, she, when I was looking at your pictures, I was like, "Damn, these pictures kind of dope." And she's like, "Yeah, he do his own uh, photography." And I was like, "What?" She's like, "Y'all pretty yeah, much, like, yeah." yeah she's like, "Y'all pretty much do the same thing." He's just in New York, and you're down here. And I was like, "Yeah, I, I definitely got to connect with him." I wanted to ask you. You had a post where you said, "When choosing a life partner, look, uh, looks matter less. Substance is so much more important." Please believe not everyone has substance. At what age, as a man, do you think you start to think like that? For me, it was right as I got close to thirty, bro. You know what it took? It took me. Yeah, around the same age. My mom. My mom actually told me. I love my mother. Like I love women all around, man. The older women love me to death. Yeah. You know the younger women love me to death. It's the ones in between that that I have problems with. Like yeah. twenty or thirty year old. Yeah. I got a problem with. Yeah. But um. Damn, I lost my train of thought. Would you, would you ask me again? What? I was uh, about the post you put where it's like, looks matter less, substance matters more at oh, a certain okay, yeah. point. Uh, uh, an older man said to me one day, he said to me, the woman you choose is going to be 30%, it's going to determine 30% of your happiness Yeah. in life overall. The woman you have kids with, the woman you marry, whatever. Yeah. It, it, and that's true. Now, my mom, my mom told, used to tell me, she, she told me one day, she said, after I told her the story, matter of fact, I told her the story about the girl I had uh, the debate with about the, uh, the Jehovah's Witness. I had a religious debate with her. I told yeah. her about that girl. And my mom said, yo, why don't you take your time and really get to know this girl before you do anything sexual with her? Yeah. Because she might, be, she might be crazy. Yeah. So that, that her telling me that, that, that was around 32. Her telling me that, that me just seeing women and seeing relationships and hearing how men talk about their baby mothers and some men, like, there was one girl that I was really attracted to. She like crazy body, beautiful face. Yeah. One of, one of my friends ended up dating her, not me. And I've seen their relationship play out. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, that, that could have been me. Yeah. And she was like, she was like a pain in the ass. Yeah. They were arguing public and all types of shit and all types of shit. Yeah. And I'm like, again, see how that, that really makes a difference. So before men chooses a woman to do all these things with, you better start looking at other things than her appearance, than her physical appearance. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. got to be something more than that. If you're gonna choose a life partner, I want someone. My lady now is a you know, if, it was, if she wasn't the woman she was, I would not be in a relationship right now. So if she you genuinely, genuinely makes my life better, easier, more enjoyable, she does. Every woman's not gonna do that. Yeah. So what do you make? What do you what do you look at? Because you got people who say, "Well, I want looks." And I want the substance too But what if you have the, the looks and the substance But like I said the intimacy Or the sexual structure of the relationship Hasn't hit that point where would you go Would you still Like if a woman has 80% of everything you need But you know they always try to throw that 80-20 rule out So if you got 80% of what you need But then the 20% is like I mean y'all have sex but you may not have sex As frequently as you want it or it may not be In all the different ways you want it How do you address it then you're not gonna get everything you want in one person. Yeah. You gotta you gotta really decide what you what you can deal with and what you can't. Like sex is something that I have to have. Like, yeah. I, I gotta feel like I, I wanna have sex with you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like if I don't, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be problem. Yeah. Somewhere down the road, I'm gonna stray, or you gonna not feel sexy. Exactly. Or not feel like I want you. It's gonna be some shit like that. And yeah. I might not even be cheating. You just I just might not. You might not. Put, you know, the, not the chemistry. The chemistry out. falls off. That, that's funny how some women you see these you see these women that you you <laughs> wait to be like put their clothes up and, and get to it yeah. and then other women you may like them but it's just not that same type of energy yeah. you know what I mean but that that doesn't you gotta look at again when choosing a light partner light partner 
and long term. Yeah. Like that that physical shit is not gonna be the same when no, you're seven years old. No. It's not. So if you think about being with a woman forever, she may be attractive now after she has some kids, she might not even look the same. Yeah. She might not feel the same. So you can't just base it off of physical appearance. No, I agree. I agree. You know what I mean? Well, it's just it's dealing with women, man. Bro. It's great to be a man, though. Yeah, it is, bro. It's a it's a lot less things to worry about. The biggest thing that a I think less. I think the biggest thing I worry about now as a man is what I bring to the table. Like I know what I bring to the table, but you know we are looked at as the provider. You know what I'm saying? So if you take on a woman and you decide to impregnate her and have kids, you have to be able to to be able to provide for them. And women, I feel right. like women, you know, like we see we see women and like you say, we look at the physical and then we get past everything else. Women look at us and I think they look at the physical as well, but at a certain point and I think you said something to this extent too, women settle all the time. They think they don't and they'll say they won't, but you'll see women all the time that are beautiful and then you'll look at the dude and you like you can't tell me you didn't fucking settle because don't nobody wake up and say that's the nigga that I want to be with. You just got tired of all these other niggas. You didn't want to be a dyke, so you chose this nigga because he's nice and he does right you by what? you. But whatever. That's what, and that's what it is. They, they, it may not be that you be a woman. When I look around at the women, like this is my family or the women I know, my friends. I look around at the older women. They don't look like that. Most of them don't look like they would have picked that man to be with. Not at all. You see what I'm saying? They don't look like they would have chose to be with this man. They yeah. look like they just accepted it. Like he did whatever, like you said, he did whatever to, to, to keep them in favor. Like he gave them, told them what they wanted to hear, gave them what they wanted, whatever it was. Or he was persistent enough, didn't give up, whatever the reason yeah. was. They just said, all right, well, fuck it. Well, fuck it, we He's got still it. here. <laughs> Let me just be with him. And, and that's yep. not always bad. Yeah. That's not always bad because... At least then you know that you'll have certain things guaranteed. Like if you're with a financially stable man, yeah. at least you know you won't have to worry about the bills being paid. True. So from a woman's standpoint, I'm not saying that's a bad idea, but you have to understand that that's just, that's a woman's nature. Usually, is to settle. Yeah. They they are much more accommodating than men. I can go out and pick the woman I want. A woman can only accept the man that chooses her. Yeah. Like she can't make a man. Be good to her. That is so you can't true. Say, I want this man. I'm gonna make this man propose to me. You can't. You can't. You can think of mine. She can do that. Yep. But there's nothing she can do to, to make him do that. Adversely, if I see a woman and say I'm gonna marry her, I have a I have a ninety percent chance of getting that woman. If she's not with anybody else, yep. I have a ninety percent chance of getting her. Yep. Depending on how much effort I want to put into it. Exactly. In, in, in reality I think a lot of times We give a lot of power To women And women do have A lot of power But I think they also forget And I think men also forget How much power They have as well Yes absolutely Yes definitely And that's what I want to That's what I want to Bring back That's what I want Now that Barack Obama Is leaving office There needs to be Somebody else To step up To lead our young black men You got and to I'm going to be One of them guys To help That's yeah. my whole purpose In life That's what I figured out Over the past 10 years Yeah That's my purpose in life So and And, and and to do that, I have to show them how to treat a lady. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, and I, it's all you know. It all it all ties in together. Like, and I'm trying to get the message out. So this is yo, this is great for y'all. I'm glad, I'm glad we had a chance to do this, man. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to doing it, doing it again. Yeah. It may, this podcast literally may get put out today. Normally, I take breaks and everything, but bro, we we literally talk straight through. So all I got to do is put an <laughs> intro on it, add some theme music, and put it out. So it ain't gonna even and be that hard. Fly. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be straight through. But before we get off, man, uh, tell them where they can find you at and how to keep in contact with you on social media. Oh, absolutely, Pluto Cast, Pluto like the planet, Cast like money. Of course, all your social media networks, BBSapproved.com, all the things that we do, like as far as events or. 
And if you want to find us, man, you can keep in touch with us. All things The Reality Is at www.therealityis.com. That's T-H-A, therealityis.com. You can find me on uh, Instagram at Sir Robert Poe, also at The Reality Is. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Oh, and it- you're, you're, you're crazy. I, I remember your, I remember your tag name now. I remember, I remember uh, talking with you on Twitter. Sir Robert Poe? Yeah, I yeah. remember that. That's what I I'm saying, bro. It, it was probably about two years ago, bro, but we used to go back and forth on saying things or retweeting each other's <laughs> stuff because I'm telling you, it's been similar, but... I'm not really into social media, but when I started building a media company, my consultant, she's like, in order to grow, you got to get out there. Cause a lot of people, yeah. they'll look at the podcast and they'll say, Oh, he only has 300 some followers or he only has 500 something here. But overall together over the last year, we have about 15,000 listeners that listen. But like I said, none of them are really here. Like even people from my hometown really don't listen to the podcast. A lot of people in Dallas, some of them listen to it. We'll have a couple of live events and people will come out. But most of my listenership is in New York, California, and overseas. And that's why I said I'm really looking to find other people who want to do something like this and build a brand to where it's like we can travel and do this. And and the thing about me is a lot of people want to have that that fan base where it's like you go do an event and it's like a thousand people. But I'm more of an intimate person to where it's like if me and you did something in New York, if a hundred people came out or fifty people came out to me it's about interacting with that crowd building those relationships oh, yeah, and going from there definitely. a thousand people I can't talk to a thousand people after the event is over <laughs> so you know I want to do something where I can literally get to know people and build relationships long term and then not to be funny let the old way of uh, spreading the news happen by word of mouth because if you do something good people going to talk about it man definitely going to find out something good y'all I'm with you I'm, I'm on board bro Just- you got the number now reach out whatever you want to do like behind the scenes we can talk about you get some things in motion yeah. I'm definitely coming I'm definitely coming to Dallas soon okay so I'm gonna let you know when I'm doing that okay most definitely but stay, stay on the line real quick but I want, to guys, want you guys uh, wanted to let you guys know we got a couple events coming up also in September and October we'll keep you posted on the website so be sure to check us out and always remember inhale courage to excel success and we'll check y'all next week It's a good one, man. I just I tell people all the time who want to do it. I'm just like, man, if you if you stick with it, it's easy. I'll put it like this. It's easy for people like you and me because we have something to say and we have a passion for it. Um, I I was telling my girl, I was like, I wish he lived here or I lived there because I've literally been looking for somebody to do the podcast with. That's consistent because I have yet to. Yeah. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Sweating in bed keeping you up at night? Whoa. 
Get your mind out of the gutter. This isn't that kind of commercial. You need the cooling power of Purple, the mattress that is. It's comfort reinvented thanks to the Purple Grid. It allows air to flow through, so you sleep cool and comfortable all night long. And it flexes and cushions no matter what position you sleep in. Hmm, maybe it is that kind of commercial. Anyway, save up to $400 on select Purple mattresses and bedding bundles. Get yours at purple.com slash sleep in. Terms apply.